A strum-a-dum-a-ding-dong. Yes. <laughs> oh, you ready, Pete? I'm trying to think of the best way to ruin this song. A is for a waste of... T- Fuck, don't hit the microphone! <laughs> I also started out singing in the wrong... Hang on. Let me, me, me. See, this is what I gotta do. I want me, 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 me. A is for a waste of time. B is for bullshit. C is for conspiracy. Having fun with Pete and me. <laughs> you already did, Yoko. That was a llama. Was it? It's hard to tell. Hello, <laughs> the 13th episode of uh, C is for Conspiracy. I'm your, your hostess with the mostess. Kind of fantastic Smurf. I'm joined as always by Pete Richards. And I'm like that Mexican dude to the side who's not really a musician, but he kind of like laughs at the the, the, the like on Jimmy joke. Kimmel. Yeah, the token, the <laughs> token Mexican because <laughs> they're not racist at all. I don't, I don't understand any don't of what you're it. saying, I but sure. Fuck. So uh, this is the podcast where uh, we uh, each go off and we find uh, conspiracy theories and kids shows from our respective generations. Pete's an old fuck. I'm a less of an old fuck. Um, and uh, yeah, we come back and we talk about it. We uh, keep our conspiracy separate from each other before we talk about it and stuff. So uh, anyway, this episode's a little bit different. I'm not an old fuck. I've just been told that I have the the cynical nature of a 100 year old cunt. On at the age of 27 shotgun yelling at kids to get off his lawn yeah you know yeah like in Gran Torino yes but like with the racism less <laughs> I don't know I got that film on DVD from the library I never watched it watch it it's yeah. good good old Cunt Eastwood um <laughs> if you don't space the letters correctly that's what happens <laughs> anyway uh, this episode's a bit different because, um... We're tired. But... <laughs> this episode's a bit different because, um... I was, uh, researching a particular kid's show for a theory. And then promptly realised that... Like, the I was listening, I was watching it, I hadn't watched it in ages. It was one of my favourite shows as a kid, this particular one. And the theme song was just so good and unique and powerful I was like you know what fuck the theory I just could spend all the time talking about this go for it and I, I, I also figured that you have some kids TV themes that really stick out yes in your head yes the show that mine is is uh Engie Benji yes have you heard of Engie Benji I've heard of the name but once again the imagery eludes me but I'm sure if you jog my memory with a piccata from the internet. Yeah. It's there's something It's so, something about seen this the voice the like the shouting male voice that it's like some classic like British invasion sh- I don't know. Maybe I'm in a stretch or maybe it was just cuz it was 3 a.m. when I when I heard this this could be fucking shit house what a great idea. Anyway. So, what do we do, Dan? Not this, but like we just wait. Motorbike rider, he can make your engine go. A bus driver, he can make your engine go. There's all about 
He looks like one of those um, characters from the Osborne puzzle books that I used to have. <laughs> they always put like one or two freckles oh, just for yeah. a bit of... And then they've always got hair on top and they're never on the side. Yes. It sounds like they asked some washed up Rocks, yes, star it does. To, to, to like, it sounds look. like John Linden being yeah. like, Oh, I need a paycheck. <laughs> I need a paycheck. I have your own engine block. Yeah, or have you seen Love Actually? No, it's a great film before they started to debaucherize the whole theory of like cross stories and everything like that. Right. So it's, 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 it's a good, it's good sort of like classic romance. But um, Bill Nye is in there. Uh, and uh, he's the science he's, guy, he's, uh, and he's he's um, trying to he's he's a washed not washed up but he's an old aging rock star that is trying to do like a Christmas Carol thing, right? And uh, you know he's trying to be all clean and sober and everything like that. But between takes, he's like, oh fuck this shit and everything <laughs> like that. Yeah. It's classic character building. And that's how I feel. Like the original story had a few, <laughs> had a few. Hey, oh, fuck it up. <laughs> Turns out, get your fucking ass up and dance. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, a guy by the name of Clint Boone. Yeah, does he look like a nerd? Let's find out. He's from. It was born in 1959, so that would have made him like mid 50s when, like, Jesus Christ, there he is. Is he a nerd? Oh god! <laughs> right, so he's a he's a he's a, a Wonder Wall wannabe. Yes, I just want to hear it. It's from he's from the band In Spiral Carpets. He needs a slap. I just want to listen to it one more time because there's just something so infectious and delicious about it. It's it's, it's like re- a stadium. It's, I don't it's know. Repetitious. It's jovial. Because I, I don't like the, en- the repetition of Ng Benji's like whatever. But just some this section is just you know. <laughs> Yeah. Do you have what's probably your most iconic well, kids show? Thing? Um, in terms of nostalgia, uh, when I heard the trapdoor thing, yeah, that that really hit me because it was something that I'd forgotten, and then it popped back into my head. Yeah. But my biggest thing of nostalgia would have been Orson and Olivia for yeah. sure because it was something that I was trying to remember for so many years. Yeah. And because it was a French-English production, it was very hard to find um, evidence of it, Mm -hmm. especially through Australia, because it was a BBC or an ABC through French production, whatever it was. And simply the start of it, because it was so eclectic and, and, and different... It's actually quite out of tune and out of balance. Yeah. So it was really hard for me to think of the hum or the, think mm. of the, the balance of it. Uh, but once I heard it, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm back to being a kid. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know what my conspiracy was for that one, but I think, if I could recall, if I remember, it was how all of the girls in the characters in the shows that I used to watch were redheads. Yeah. And that's really what sort of, I think, made me, like, really like redheads in terms of, like, an aesthetic quality. Mm. But just hearing that, if we can bust open that that opening song for Orson and Olivia, it's, it's kind of folky. It's really messy. And it has the characters themselves singing. Okay, let's go for it.
She's out of tune. It's yeah. not in sync. It's got. It's got things in the background going. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. You know, it's out of tune. It's it's what disassociated I've, from the the actual lyrics. Yeah. What I've realized probably the most from doing this and like comparing my shows with your shows from those eras is that. In the 90s, it was kind of playing into the the crazy nature of childhood and the yes. reckless and the, probably the last, going into the last time of being able to really be more free as a kid and going out and riding bikes and doing all that sh- sort of shit. Um, and in my era, it was a lot of like, it's kind of, every, it's, everything's safe. It's like, you got to be yeah. safe, you got to be responsible, there's got to be a moral, you got to make sure you learn something, you got to make yes. sure it's educational, it's soft. But yeah. I feel like this crazy, wild, fun adventures... Have a moral. They're can have background. a moral yes. in the background. Yeah. But this is like, hey, it's kids, not, it's not kids, down your look, throat. look, play outside once in a fucking while, you know? Yes. It's not jammed down your throat. Really, and I, I talk about this when... Uh, with with narration and character structure and everything like that yeah. about how stories went from being grey to black and white yeah and essentially the old Aesop's fables yeah they had this identity of being a grey story where the characters just went about their business yeah. being the characters that they are mm. and that eventually things happened to either side of those characters that were reminiscent of real life yeah you know so you drew from the character that you responded to and then you learn the moral that way. Yeah. Whereas the stories these days, they're very, very objective in... Very cookie-cutter. Yes. And this is the character that you should be. This is the character that you shouldn't be. Mm. This is black. This is white. And the lessons on both of them are very, very, um, you know, just set in stone. Yeah. Yeah. And before... You could really imagine things, and I could see myself through parts of Orson and Olivia, you know, doing all these fun things like correct collecting rocks and chasing and being chased and everything like that, having Mm. secret hideouts and everything like that. Yeah, it wasn't you weren't a piece of shit like this other kid in one of your examples, Mm. you just were having fun and you enjoyed life. Yeah, Uh, and now it's like, no, no, sit down and we're going to tell you what, what life's about. And they kind of spoon feed you this message that that is make makes you seem dumb. Yeah, kids aren't dumb. I feel like there's been a change again though. Yeah. Like compared from from the kids shows I grew up with to what's on. Yeah. Now with the like the rise of the internet, the kind of crazy wild energy of the '90s is coming back, and also those '90s kids are now old enough to make the shows. Yes. So that energy that they grew up with is coming yes. back, but I feel like the period that I grew up with was very, very stifled. safe, very stifled, very cookie cutter. That PC generation, because I, I still consider it PC now, mm. right? In terms of you have your um, your extremes on either side, yeah. I mean, you're all, and that's going to get worse and worse as people are able to exercise their freedom of speech online, mm. because you're going to have you know, you're crazier, more... And, and those people are always going to be the loudest people. Yeah. But the people who went through to make the shows of the 90s, they would have been kids who grew up in the 70s. Mm-hmm. They would have been grown, grown up with rock and roll and rock. Yeah. 
Um, so they would have had a rebellious attitude and yeah. they would have been the first generation to really exercise their freedom of speech from the from the get-go. They didn't have to fight for it. Mm. So they were full of imagination. They were full of potential. And they had all these stories and things built up. So mm. the stories and the... Um, the characters that came out of them were absolutely amazing, yeah. I feel, and really full of personality and individuality. Um, and then we had the PC police because people thought this medium of of getting messages through to kids, we mm. can use this. Yeah. And so they started to, you know, like everything, like, uh, what is it, Death to Smoochie? Oh, yeah. Eventually, the, the integrity of the song is bastardized and raped with lollies and on ice and merchandise and everything like that and i feel like the pc police this and this is probably more from the christian side of religion yeah stepped in and said no no these are the regulations that we want on 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 our on our shows for kids yeah and so we had these abominations of just there's just no heart there's no edge there's no edge you know and kids are edgy Mm. they really are they're little shits <laughs> and they got imagination because they haven't been stifled. Yeah. And this, I don't know what it is, dystopian shit that they put in where everything's clean cut is actually as far from the truth as possible. Yeah. Yet these kids running around on the street trying to collect rats mm. and doing the best that they can yeah. running from the police is way more realistic and relatable. Yeah. Because that's really what kid being a kid is about. It's about escaping authority and trying yeah. to be a kid. I think that in like the first half of my childhood, I still got a lot of those things. Like yeah. the Martin Morning was something like that, and George Shrinks and Tupu and things like that. But I think as I got older, oh, well, I don't know really. It's hard to remember. If you think a certain way, you can find examples for whatever. Mm. But um, no, I do think that. A lot of that crazy nineties energy was kind of smushed. Yes, it was into into some sort of play doh mold, and then coming out as as something that they they considered to be digestible. Yeah. But in the end, you don't remember that shit. Mm. You really don't. That Orson and Olivia, you know, I got I got my first kiss mm-hmm. was in some reeds when I was in playing t ball. Well, my brother was playing table and I mm. was off playing with a, a girl I used to play off. And, mm-hmm. I, and I was like six or seven. Mm-hmm. It was my first kiss. And I can't remember her name. Mm-hmm. I can't remember anything about it. But yeah. I can remember the feeling of being in these dry reeds while mm. everyone played. And it was yeah. so innocent and and just pure yeah. in, its, in its essence. And I can remember that like I can remember the theme song to Orson and Olivia. Yeah. And <clears throat> I can't remember... Captain Planet in the same way. I can't remember Power Rangers. I can't mm. remember Beast Wars. I can remember that. It stuck with me and it was because it was so pure, I yeah. guess. And it came from a, a real place of just trying to tell a story. Yeah. I think Angie Benji's just stuck with me because it was kind of an obscure one. Yeah. Like it was one of those ones that I remember adoring. I remember getting the DVDs from the video store back when that was still a thing. And just like not hearing that theme song for so long immediately as I like it was like I hadn't heard that musical note in that time yeah like that exact tone of that voice like when NG bent just the chanting started I was like oh yeah this is that but as soon as that voice kicked in I'm like oh my god it's like hearing relatives voice yeah like an auntie's voice mm. you haven't heard it for a while and you don't really know it but that frequency and that tone is in here somewhere yeah. 
and it brings you back and just makes you feel calm. Yeah. This nice. has been way too fucking wholesome for an episode of Sears for Conspiracy. I don't know. This is what I like talking about. Yeah, me too. I don't. I don't like coming trying to come up with conspiracies <laughs> because eventually someone's going to get raped or murdered or yeah. chopped up or something like that. But I do love nostalgia and mm. talking about the philosophy of feeling yeah. and remembering and all that sort of that crazy gay shit that <laughs> that I think gets stamped out. Yeah, I don't think they like kids thinking or remembering wholesomely about the things that they grew up with. Yeah. I think that they actually try and stamp it out. Are we trying to stamp it out? I think that's the conspiracy. That's the conspiracy about this podcast? The conspiracy. That we're trying to stamp out... We're we're working with... No, no, no. The opposite. The the conspiracy is that kids' shows are actually designed to get that unique nature out of them rather than into them. Mm-hmm individuality in its essence is so pure and hard to achieve and needs to be flamed that I think they realize this Mm. and you know, they actually use the, the rhetoric of how I'm using it to say, we are trying to get people to be as individual as possible Mm. when actually they're doing the opposite. Yeah. Real individuality is about imagination and trying to, um, connect it with realism mm. and this whole idea of these cookie cutter episodes or yeah. theme songs or things that are overly polished or saying that and I'm going to I'm going to sound like a prick but overly equalized so that there's no difference right because when you equalize everything you push it into the same spectrum yeah and there's no there's no difference there mm. and so when they make all the characters on the show equal and there's no there's no little bits of narkiness or dissension or mm. you know it's the, the clarity is just too fine tuned there yeah it actually stifles creativity yeah and so i think that that's what that's the conspiracy is that the way that shows are produced these days for kids is to stifle individuality not do what they claim it to do yeah which is bring it out which is a shame yeah which is why the stuff from the 90s resides with us so much, I think. And that's what we do, yeah. I think. You know? Bringing it back! Yeah. The the shows that you've watched, hmm. all right, are much easier to find conspiracies about, I think. Yeah. Whereas mine are not. Yeah. Do you know Because why? they bear the craziness on their sleeve. Yes. Mine yes. Are, are hidden. It's supposed to be safe, so it's... Yes. it's I, yeah. yeah. It's really hard for me to find because... For but, one, for some reason, I've been raised on that. Yes. But I still have the imaginative ability to find the dark out of that. Do you know, maybe maybe it's because... I Maybe hmm, it's because I did have some stifled, of the 90s stuff as well. Maybe it's because it's been stifled. Maybe. Yeah. When you stop when you stop something from, from growing, it finds a way to grow. It's mm. the, one of the laws of nature. Yeah. It's evolution. It's, you know, it's the, the desert. You know, people will find, things find a way when you try and stop them from doing it. True. It's the one thing, you know, if you want to stamp out a rebellion, Mm. you want to stamp out people from feeling, tell them to stop feeling. Yeah. And they will, you know. It's why this PC culture is absolutely crushing under its own inadequate weight. You're trying to tell people how to feel and tell kids how to be. They're going to do the opposite. Mm. They're going to be themselves. Yeah. So we've got had this five years of 
you know, you must think and feel like this because this is a quality and this is everything else. Yeah. But actually, if you let nature take its course and you let people be people, they naturally gravitate to those areas anyway, but of their own free will, yeah. of their own fruition, of their own n- niceties and gen- 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 uh, generosity, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I think you're right. We're going to find that there's going to be way more original you know, content. And also because people don't have to be beholden to regulations and all this shit with the, the, the companies. Yeah. They can go on YouTube and create abominations on there. Like I have done. How would you like to play us out with a song from the nineties? A song from the nineties? Yeah, a song from the nineties. Any song from the nineties. Go, go for it. Well, the only one I know is the, uh, is Slash's, um, November Rain, Guns solo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Solo, yeah. which is approximately three minutes long. Okay, let's go for it. A You can tell an amateur or a complete retard when they pick up a guitar when the guitar is still making sounds when it's... <laughs> Put back down. <laughs> <laughs>